Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast, the only podcast that wants to believe the truth is out there. Tonight, we're talking about the X-Files, but first, a couple of things to get out of the way. Dave, take it. So, yeah, not too long ago, in a GameStop, hopefully close to your house, um, the Lego Star Wars Force Awakens trailer dropped. Um, well, not in GameStop, but on YouTube and everywhere else. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, tune into BadCoyoteFunky.com and check it out the post I put on there for it. I have to say it looks um, pretty hilarious. If you haven't really checked out any type of Lego game in a pre- previously or even watched Lego movie in for a treat, if you had played um, a Lego Star Wars game or a Lego X-Men game or Lego anything game, you're gonna find you're you're gonna find it's what you're waiting for pretty much. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. How about you guys? Oh yeah, Lego. Actually, like the graphics on this look f- fucking awesome too. Like most most of these Lego games have been like they've been great. The gameplay has been awesome, but like they've been lacking in the visual effects department, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Well, I yeah. Think that, <laughs> I think in general, though, if, if any franchise you could forgive it with, it's it's the Lego ones. Like, isn't the uh, Lego Star Wars franchise the one that got the whole Lego meta game series? Kick, kick that business in the first off place? in like what two thousand and six? Yeah, you know, good old good old PS two. But I mean, like even so, I feel like the like, graphically, it's always been held back because it's always been trying to appease last gen and current gen. So all they really mm. do is that I think they what they do to get really technical on everyone really quickly for a moment. I think what they do is they keep the the triangle count, which is how many triangles a character or object has in <laughs> any given scene slash game. Um, they try to keep that down so uh, last gen, count. yeah, yeah, last gen uh, consoles can kind of keep up with it and then on the next gen they up the you know like the the bump maps and all that stuff so everything looks nice and shiny they get used different materials so uh, a flat thing will look less flat and that's how they do it and you can really tell with like the aliasing and for those who don't know aliasing is when a any sort of edge on a surface has jaggies that's an official term jaggies so, okay, so you're, you're flexing your technical muscle. We get, we, get for, we, we get it, Greg. We get it. We got it. For the best example on we got it. aliasing or jaggies, see Halo 5. <laughs> well, so also, it, we get it, Greg. Also, I mean, Han Solo the, died. Let it go. All right, it happened. Let the, it go. Um, with the newest generation of consoles, you can really you can have more pre-rendered content. And, oh, I mean, you, can, you can have more actual um, content that doesn't need to be pre-rendered, I meant to say. Mm. Because a lot of the time, if you had like a really elaborate background in an older game, you'd have to bake that out so so that it wasn't slowing down your frame rate. But but now with the newer consoles, they can just they can handle more and they can they can get near cinematic level quality. Oh sure. So yeah, I think that in general any any even a Lego game at this point in time in, in this console generation, there there's just a higher expectation. Oh, yeah. Meaning you can just have higher resolution textures. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and that's me being picky. Like, obviously, Lego games are not meant to be known for their high visual quality. What they're really meant for is their sense of humor and their long list of casts that they can put in there. So, like, you know, like, even the character creation is really cool. But I remember Lego Batman 3 had Booster Gold in it, Blue Beetle, uh, Martian Manhunter. They had all, all these, like, awesome characters that I really love. And it's looking like that um, we're going to talk about a little bit right now that Lego Marvel or Lego Avengers has a similar thing. And we were talking about that earlier where it looks like some of the 
the young Avengers are going to be in it. They're sneaking is, their way in, man. They're still mad it's not there. the Runaways, girl. I, that could still be. You never know. I mean, DLC, stuff like that. But I'm hoping we see something yeah. like that with, uh, you know. We, we got we got a DLC announcement for the Thunderbolts on that one. I know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that, that that gets me a little excited. Songbird is one of my all-time favorites. Songbird's awesome. Remember, I played as her a lot in, um, what is it, Avengers Ultimate Alliance? Nice. On yeah. the, uh, Ultimate Alliance Xbox. too. Yeah. 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 But hey, listen, with the with the advent of, of Lego finally stepping up their game into DLC and just what the you know what their games have been capable of since uh, I would say Marvel superheroes where it's not necessarily stage based, like there's a whole overworld and everything. Mm. Um, Lego, the, the latest Lego Star Wars could be pretty freaking cool. Yeah, there's also I, yeah, uh, absolutely. I think one a- thing that oh, you can. Go. There's also like a story, not not rumor, but like they're saying that it's gonna take, it's gonna fill in the gaps between Revenge of the Jedi and Revenge of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi, <laughs> um, and The Force Awakens, which is kind of cool because it's a Lego game, but it's still gonna fill gaps between those, but still be canonical, which is kind of Lego nice. Battle Whoa. of Jakku, <laughs> oh, baby, Lego Droidicas. Yeah, and in general, the DLC thing it, overall just makes me really excited because to me the main the main thing that really got me excited for the Lego games in general before was uh was just the character count that it had everyone it had had everything from from you know Luke, Luke Skywalker to to like a refrigerator droid that you could just walk around with and do and do that has no powers but you you can play as it because of course you can oh sure and yeah. uh, so that the DLC just really makes the possibilities literally endless. Long story short, people, Amber's not sold on this one until we see footage of Droidicus. That's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> Bring on the Droidicus. Droidicus. No Droidicus, no sale for this gal. How it's going to be. You know why I think, like, also why they can get away with putting so many characters you really don't see anywhere else? It's because it's Lego. You know, how can you say no to Lego? We've all played with Legos. Like, there's not. A single person that had a childhood that probably didn't play with Legos at some point, you know, or have something um, with Legos. Excuse me, excuse me. The plural of Lego is also Lego, as they are referred to as Lego bricks and not Legos. Casey, Casey, don't, don't, don't. That'd be a guy, that, Casey. That's actually very accurate. I got corrected on that uh, last week. Don't be, got, don't, don't be those guys. Hit, I got, I don't got be those guys. with that on a Snapple cap. Oh, nice. <laughs> God. Um, oh. All right, so there's not a person in the world that hasn't played with Lego. There, I, I, I corrected myself. <laughs> it sounds ha- so weird, happy, though. Casey, it's it. wrong. It's goddamn wrong. It's but wrong. it's so right. <laughs> but it's right. I don't like it. That's wrong. Oh, yeah. mice, mouses, mice, mices, mooses. Uh, speaking of mooses and mices, uh, we have some sad, sad news to get it, to just get out of the way real quick. Uh, Doctor Who, real, real quick, real quick. Doctor <laughs> Who. Was the seasons one through eight are no longer going to be available on Netflix or Hulu? Oh no! Why? Damn Why? you, BBC! Why we prided ourselves on your non-biased, you know, commitments to putting stuff out there for us Americans. No, but like, but like, are they starting their own their own service now? Is yes, that why they're they are. It off? Apparently, they're going to create their own like streaming app. For like Chrome and Apple TV and for like mobile devices, they're gonna make their own thing. And I think 
Don't quote me on it. I think it's gonna be a paid service as well, like seven ninety nine or some crap like that per month. You oh see, like God. here's the thing. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind there being like a little bit of competition out there. Like you have like Hulu, you have Netflix, but but if it gets to the point where every company is gonna have like their own proprietary thing, like oh, if you want to see a Disney movie, you have to get the Disney app. If you want to see like a Sony movie, you have to get the Sony app. It, it, it's just gonna be. It's gonna be financially prohibitive to to even to even think about getting into these services realistically though isn't this just the bbc equivalent to something like hbo go is that, um is that not yeah what looking at yeah here? yeah that's, 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 that's pretty much what it is yeah that's pretty much what's gonna happen i mean because it's two it would be two channels that are really priding themselves on exclusive content so it's not i guess it's it's a little different from other things but like you know they got they got hallmarks and years of entertainment where i think it would probably be financially viable for them to do so what bothers me is like, I, and I, I'm kicking, I'm kicking myself for it now that I know the news or I've heard the news is that I was taking my time watching Doctor Who because I'm like, oh, it's always gonna be on Netflix. They're never gonna take it off. They have no reason to, because they have all this other BBC stuff on Netflix. It'll always stay on. So I was taking my time watching it in extreme out of order, which, in my personal opinion, is how you probably should watch Doctor Who. Well, it does. Or rather, or rather, the fact that you can watch Doctor Who that way is for the best. Yeah, and it makes it more fun. Like starting season eight and maybe jump into season three. You know, just see like what happens. You know, and yeah, it makes sure. it a lot of fun. In fact, I was like watching every single season that began with a new Doctor, and just it was confusing, but it was fun as shit. Especially when you saw something in season eight. And it makes no sense, but it was explained in season four. And it's like, oh, that's where it came in. Now I get it. It's kind of cool, you know, but it's not going to be there. So now it's like, you know, what, what, what the shit? Yeah. Like you're playing Jenga with TV episodes. <laughs> well, it sucks for me because I had been waiting. So I watched the first half of series nine and I was kind of into it, but not really. Um, but I never got the last half and I was waiting for it to all finish. So just like I could binge it on a Friday. And I couldn't find it on demand. I couldn't find it legally anywhere of all of these like services that I pay for or my girlfriend pays for. Uh, we couldn't find it anywhere, which sucks. So it was just kind of one of those things where it was just like, well, I guess I'm not going to watch Doctor Who or I'm going to wait for Black Friday where the, the Blu-ray DVD set goes on sale for the last half. Black Black Friday Bundaroo? Bundaroo, yeah, maybe. Maybe, you never know. Um... It's just like, it sucks. Like, you know, that's the one place where it's like, you know, if I was having a bad day, I could throw on the first episode of Doctor Who with Matt Smith in it. You know, I could go back to the silence. I can see David Tennant running around screaming Allons-y and really brighten my day. And now that's not going to be an option for me on, you know, Netflix. And that's, I. it's really interesting. Netflix is losing a lot of things. They lost a crap ton of movies to Hulu, actually. Dude, they didn't even have Groundhog Day on Netflix on Groundhog Day. Do you know how disappointed I was? My heart's broken. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this is why you have Netflix. Binge watching things and watching like ridiculous movies only one day a year. And being pleasantly surprised that that shit is even up there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's just like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, Speaking of what the fuck's going on, Amber, you have something you want to mention. Right, Leslie. Um, so on March twenty eighth, we're going to have a crossover with Supergirl and the Flash. Um, so this is Hooray. something that people have. Yeah, right. Crickets. 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 
Well, this is something that people have been asking for for a while now, but people weren't actually sure if it was going to happen because it was between two networks, the uh, CW and CBS. And as we know from everything Marvel has been saying about um, their Netflix series and uh, and films, um, it, it's not so easy to, to have a crossover, even with your own IPs, if different studios are... Um, are, are working on it because there's just licensing. There's people who are in charge of of, of timing, scheduling, mm. and the actress payments. There's there's it's a whole can of worms and and, a, and it's honestly even though I don't really watch either show all that actively, it's still really neat that they were able to achieve this. What were do people, you guys think? Were people really asking for this? Apparently so. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who's asking for people that make anyone watch people that wanted anything that would make people watch Supergirl more so it's like it wasn't the fans probably it was probably whoever's in charge of supergirl and they're like oh crap how we can get people to watch this uh let's have a crossover let's let's get the flash on there yeah he's popular with the young folks you know let's get the flash on there to watch it so people can watch our fucking show here's what i think happened i think it's just they're trying to get more audience on both the shows and it's a classic move and um it's just like I bet, like you know, Flash has kind of hit its peak with how many people it's reaching, and Supergirl is just kind of coming up. So Flash wants a little bit of Supergirl's audiences if they don't, if there's already people that don't watch it for some reason, and um, vice versa, right? Like Supergirl wants to get some of that Flash audience, so it seems like the perfect time. It's classic marketing ploy. Thank you, Serge. Serge <laughs> agrees with me. It's classic moderate, you know, advertising <laughs> ploy. Um, good, good for you to chime in, buddy. Yeah, anytime, Greg. All right, cool. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it just—I think it's—I think it's just that, in all honesty. <laughs> I think it's just like it's just trying to get expand some viewer base and, uh, from one end to the other. And who doesn't like a crossover, really? I mean, I'm probably—I'm not gonna lie—I'm probably gonna watch that Supergirl episode. Uh, with a flash in it, just so I can God, see the Greg, full you're arc. you're such a crossover slut. I got to, man. I got to. And then what will happen is during the summer, I will, if I don't have any shows to watch, I'll probably start watching Supergirl and like probably be playing a game as I'm doing so. You know what I think it is though. I think that TV shows are, are like the new comics in, in how and how special crossovers are. Because back in the day, it was oh my god, the you know the X Men are crossing over with the Avengers. No way. But nowadays, everything is is used in these events so often it's sort of worn out. It's welcome. But with a TV show, it still has that that mystique to it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see ultimately what happens if this works. Because this could be. I know it just got it got renewed for a season two, right? Supergirl. I think we talked about that. Um, I thought I dreamed that. Yeah, I, I think that's real. But th- this might be a ploy to just get mo- to really justify that season two. You know what I mean? Um, and really hope that during season two, and I, I have heard to its credit uh, from people who watch it that the show has gotten a bit better. That characters are growing up. Martian Manhunter apparently looks really cool and um, is a decently casted. I just wish they didn't like already establish his name as someone else. You know what I mean? Like he's supposed to, he has, his name is uh, Hank Henshaw in it, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, ends up being Cyborg Superman. Yeah, that's Who also that's happens surprising. to be the best Superman villain of all time. Yeah. Of all time. One, yeah, one, of, the, one of the top ones. He's, he's not my favorite, but he's like, I, I really liked how he was in um, the Sinestro Corps. Yeah, dude. That was really fucking badass. He's rad. He's an evil Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that's true. That's cool as hell. Yeah. I love that. Um, so we'll see what kind of happens on that, and 
hopefully, you know, Supergirl will really start to pick up and really start to get away from that whole Black Widow SNL skit for a premise and really develop into its own thing. Ho- we'll, hopefully we'll see Darkseid. I don't know. Um, will they ever explain Superman? Probably Who not. No. no. But Dean Cain's her adoptive father. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, for all this stuff that we talked about and more, guys, remember to always go to badcountyfunky.com. We post up articles pretty much every day, every other day, whenever news pops up. Remember to follow us, too, on the old Facebook, Twitter, and Instagrams. And while you're looking for us on that, remember, guys, to enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, it's the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast, where we promise there's no alien colonists or black oil in this episode. Let's introduce the cast for tonight. I'm your host, TV's Casey, the ever and always. We've also got Booster Greg here with us. What up? The ever gregarious bearded menace, Dave. Yo. And who could forget, Adam Bomb Amber. Kaboom. And Sergio is also here? I'm Sergio. Yep, that's (laughs) definitely a thing. Tonight we're talking about the X-Files, everyone's favorite scary night staying up late longtime showrunner from the early 90s to the early aught 2000s um you got a pair of movies in there you got two pretty solid runs of comic books and now a miniseries revival which is do we know how many episodes gonna be six six episodes of which three are already out we're halfway done folks and it is looking like a heck of a ride so far and what's what's really cool about it is this is not a reboot. You know, like a lot of nope, people would just assume that you would have, I don't know, like Jeremy Renner as fucking Mulder and Scarlett Johansson as Scully. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I might be looking at our website of campers. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's actually that popped up. That's would, that's pretty good. That, that, I would that'd be pretty the good. Shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. That's what they're doing in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. We fi- we figured it out. No, it is actually a continuation, and it picks up. It picks it up without like having to really fill us in, right? Well, I mean, it does though. Yes. I mean, it does have that. It does have that really good um, that recap where it goes like first, and then we had like a kid, and then then we discovered this, and then they hired Scully to. Well, the Scully thing was first, but <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I guess you're right. Criminally out of order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then Mulder got abducted, and then Scully joined the team, and then the <laughs> the that liquid Terminator guy shows up, and then Mulder wants to believe. In that, in that <laughs> exact Ultron order. In this world, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but it, I, mean, I think, I mean, besides that little, like, scene, I, I don't think it, it didn't hold my hand much after that. It was just like, well, I think fucking it got, it got out of the way all of the, all the things you needed to know. You yeah. know, it didn't, it didn't, it, it, but it, it didn't, um, 
overdo it, but it definitely recapped the user to, I mean, not the user, the viewers, so that they, they at least understood where these characters were coming from. No, Amber, just call it what it is. We're, we're users. We're users of the X-Files. You users know, we're, of the X-Files. We're X-File addicted users. to it. I, 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 <laughs> I inject inter- intravenously every, ta- every chance I get, so uh, yeah, we're users for it. Um, <laughs> but back to what Greg was saying, yeah, like that's what I like about it the most, is that it's just like a continuation of... The last season. That's all it really is. It's like the next season of it. And fourteen years later. Yeah, that's literally. And <laughs> look it, at and, how Doey Duchovny looks. But what's My great God. is they they touch upon that. It's not like it's just magically a year later. No, they make it seem like it's been that many years. And because it has, that's what I love about it. Yeah. And honestly, what's great is the characters haven't changed. Like. They're still written exactly the same way. Mulder does what he does. Scully does what she does. And the characters are still there. And it still feels like I'm watching X-Files. It doesn't feel like well, I'm watching something new. I wouldn't say they haven't changed. What, what, I, what I actually like about it is that they have all of the development that they've had. Well, yeah, they've, the they've matured. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, it's they, not like they're doing something completely titanium. Oh, yeah, it's like, not, it's not like, they, it's not like they, they are ashamed of what the show was before. It's, right. it, it's very much in the same vein. It's very yeah. much like, like the X-Files, but but just 15 years later. Yeah, and, they could have... They could have done oh, anything to improve it, like not improve it, but they yeah. could have done anything to make it like with the times. Like maybe Mulder wears like a leather jacket and Scully wears <laughs> skimpy out. You know what I mean? Like to make it like more just well, flashy. But I they didn't. Scully in a skimpy outfit. Let's talk about the latest episode. Who <laughs> would? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get that there. That was something I needed when I was watching that show growing up. <laughs> That's what we all needed watching that mm-hmm. show. I don't care what anyone says. But I was back like, to where did this come from? Back to what you were saying, Amber, before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but they, they, the thing is, they the actors they they brought back all all of the actors. Like it, it it's it's there wasn't a single person that they that they skimped out on. You know, it was it was very much so. Like like it, it, they could they could have had someone that looks similar to the actors. Oh and, whoa whoa, let's hold tried... up, let's hold up one second. Got to throw it out there. Spoilers for people who haven't seen it. We're talking about the episodes. There's a lot of stuff in here that relates to the end of the season. From way back in like 2002. So if you True. haven't seen the show yet and you don't want some kind of cool surprises ruined for you, take five, check it out, and then come back. Also, we're talking about episodes one through three of the new series. Yes. By the way, the cigarette smoking man is back. Boom! That's Whoa. crazy. How did that, that happen? Pretty intense. And That's he so smoked crazy. through his fucking throat. I was like, yeah. "Are you kidding me? Are you much. kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, it just don't stop with that guy. I th- I'm pretty sure he was smoking through the tray coal when he was living in like a uh, a pueblo, hiding out in. Mexico oh, he was. He totally something. was. Yeah. Yeah, he totally. And he yeah. had like long hair. He looked like a shaman. Yeah, but he wasn't Darth Vader. No. 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 Not, Not like, like a... he is here. Yeah. I guess that's what happens when you survive getting shot at by helicopters. Yeah. Good times, I'd like. <laughs> um, a lot of gr- great guest stars, too, in this. You have Joel McHale uh, of yeah. Community and The Soup fame uh, playing, actually, not a comedic role. And not like, a, I mean, he is a douchebag, but not like he was in the community, you know? <laughs> Certainly not a lovable douchebag. No, not at all. He's just this crazy nut job who uh, ends up being frightened in the end and runs away with his tails between his legs. Or he gets killed. I don't know. I don't think they really stipulated. They're just like, oh, he's gone now. Website's down. That's they, it. They got, they got to him. Yeah, they got that's to him. An- that's all the answers you need in this show yeah. for why so, somebody's been written out of it. So for <laughs> those of you who haven't watched it yet, he plays this, like, he plays like the soup essentially, but like with crazy nut job conspiracy theories. 
Yeah, it's like if he was on the soup and Bill O'Reilly hosted the soup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it was pretty entertaining and just to see like someone just as paranoid as Mulder. And Mulder... Like the opposite side of the political spectrum. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, it, the paranoia level is, is there, though. And I think even oh, yeah. outdoes, outdoes Mulder a little bit. Because uh, they had that whole scene where Mulder agrees to meet him, and they meet out in a public street, and he's like, all right, let's get in my limo. And Mulder's like, nah, you know, right here is fine. And Joel McHale is just like, well, you know, like, you know, low-flying aircraft could be recording our conversations. And it's not even something that, like, popped into Mulder's mind until after Joel McHale had said that. And then he's I'm like, still, right, I'm, I'm almost sure that he still didn't believe him after he said it. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. well it's great because like, you can't, you do get this feel throughout these episodes that Mulder, even though, even though he's, he, he's on top of his paranoia, he, he hasn't been on top of technology. He, he is older. He, oh, sure. he's, he's an older guy struggling with the, with, with, with the trials of, oh, yeah. of the digital age. Well, and you see that. Not only that, but he's like super jaded, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. he's super jaded. Like he believes, but he doesn't anymore. Well, it's you like, you see with the poster where he, where he tears it up. Yeah. It's like, it's not that, true. That was, I wasted my life. When I saw that, I was like, when, when that happened, I, that took, that hurt me. Like, yeah. It's kind of like, Ooh, it's like, I, but I want that poster. Don't rip it up. Um, we've all had that poster. And we found out yeah. it wasn't even his. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it was hers. It was Scully's. Um, something I want to mention real too quick. Uh, Skinner has not aged. He has a beard. He has not Dude, that all. guy aged better than Jillian Anderson. And, uh, she, uh, and she <laughs> aged amazingly. Yeah. Like, I'm sent, like, honestly, I would, I, I would, I would let her do some forensic stuff on me. I'd let her probe me. I would. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. What? Sexy Dave. Nice. Um, You've tuned into the Sexy Dave Hour. Oh, not again. <laughs> nope. 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 Um, <laughs> and uh, other things, too. Like, you have... I can't remember his last name, but there's a comedian named Kumail. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I remember him from... Did you, did you guys ever see the show Bunk? I have not. Oh, it's so good. It's. I think it's on demand. You guys got to check it out. It is a fake game show, kind of like At Midnight, uh, but a, a bit more ridiculous. Like, a lot more ridiculous. It's really, really funny. You guys got to check him out. But that was the first time I had seen Kumail, and he was really funny in it. And he just has been kind of popping up everywhere else. Like, he's been at midnight. He's been on uh, a couple TV shows. He's Prismo in Adventure Time. He's Prismo in Adventure Time. And now, and I guess he's a, a longtime X-Files fan, too. So when he, he was in the third episode, he was the, um, what was it? Like, the, the dog catcher. Yeah, he was the, yeah. Yeah. I know there's a name for him, but yeah, the he's dog catcher. Control guy, yeah. yeah, the animal control guy. So yeah, uh, and that was really cool to kind of see him in there, and he he was hilarious in it, and that, and we well, also that entire episode was hilarious. Oh yeah, and we also have uh, Reese Darby. Uh, for those of you who think that names sound familiar, it should if you've seen Flight of the Concords, where he played Murray, the manager for the Flight of the Concords, or if you've seen the movie Yes Man. The bank manager, that's he right. He was the bank manager in the movie Yes Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Hilarious individual. His stand-up is actually really good, too, so I recommend uh, checking that out. But for me, and what I really want to jump into is episode three, because that has been my favorite. Like uh, like we said on the preview podcast, X-Files has a lot of great episodes, a lot of serious episodes, but they also have fantastic joke episodes. And I'm really glad that we got to see that with episode three, halfway through 
when shit's going down. And it's great because it really helps you weed out the longtime X-Files fans versus the uh, the newer fans. Oh, because sure. Yeah. all of the newer people are like, what is it? Like, X-Files is really serious and heavy. You know, for, for a show that was on TV for 10 years, just to give those first two episodes credit, it really eases you right in. Oh, and yeah. it gives you the oh, long-awaited yeah. answer to what the Roswell incident was like in this, oh, in this show. Yeah. Everybody's like, wanted that for years, and now we finally get it. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's... it's no, it, it's so good, and that that was always what 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 did it most for me when I when I was when I was younger watching X Files. I I enjoyed the Monster of the Week episodes, but I, I always was always um into the alien invasion conspiracy, and I was so disappointed when the uh, the new that movie from from a few from years back came out, where it was where it was a Monster of of the Week episode. Oh, Fight the it, Future. I, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was it was it was totally different than I expected, and I was super disappointed. I think a lot. I I think a lot of people were because I they, I'm just, I still can't believe that movie came out eight years ago. Yeah, that's oh god. It feels so recent. <laughs> the yep. betrayal. It it wasn't eight years ago. It was way more than that. Like the f- the first X Files movie came out. No, there's two X Files movies. She's talking. There's about... the one with like the guy who was like taking apart people, and then there was like a severed head at the end. Oh, um, that one. Oh yeah. And I, 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 I thought you were talking about like the first. I thought you were talking about the first X Files movie. No, no, no. Was that the one with the UFO at the end? Yes, like when they're in the Arctic and the UFO just like launches yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about the one that came out years later. that had the poster where they had their shadows creating the X symbol. Um, oh yeah, that. I, don't, I just I yeah. think in in my opinion, I think that is actually the reason why the show that we're getting now is so much in line with the original series and what the fans want. Because cause they, I, I think they, they realized how badly they screwed up with that movie, and, and they wanted to come back from it. They kind of learned their lesson. Oh, sure. Well, you know, yeah. that's just my conspiracy theory. <laughs> um, but kind of... <laughs> oh, man, that, that fucking song... I, I told you guys that that song scares the crap out of my twenty year old brother. Yeah, there's something about right. it. We, we did. I just I just want to point out we we did make a collective mistake. Fight the Future was the old film, but Amber is talking about I Want to Believe, oh, okay. which is the more recent one. I I made that mistake. You Aha. son of a bitch! You're fired. Yep. We, those t- those those taglines. I'm I'm losing my nerd cred here. Yeah, there we go. We're. Now that those those four people that are listening to us now are just going to be like, nope, that's it. Close up shop. We're gone. <laughs> Don't want any more of this. You, you uh, want to hear something that really bothers me about this, though? You want to know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, what really grinds my gears? What Let's, grinds your gears, Casey? You guys are all Star Wars fans, so you know the expanded universe of stuff is where the real meat and potatoes and good stuff is, right? Mm-hmm. Same goes for X-Files, too. Uh, Joe Harris, uh, great writer. Uh, introduced to him through a friend of a friend uh, at a Comic-Con a long time ago. I got into pretty much everything the guy's ever done. He's written things like Great Pacific. He wrote all those great slinger stories that came out of Spider-Man, you know, with like Hornet and uh, Prodigy and Ricochet and Dust. Yeah, 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 sure. You remember that? Yeah. So, great, great. He also wrote Bishop, which was totally cool. Uh, Great guy. Writing the X-Files comic books for the past couple of years, season 10, season 11, um... And I talked to him about about it, you know, since, you know, there were talks about the show coming back and when the comic book was first coming out to continue where the show left off, which is sort of a rare thing, but you see it with stuff like Buffy. And I want to get back into it. And he pointed me in, in the right direction where to go. But, like, you know, he's he's a he's a fan turned pro when it comes to this. And, 
and just looking through the comics it it really shows and the comics kind of approach the show in a way that that you know maybe tv can't mm-hmm. like you know how there's always that kind of like limitations on pacing and things like that and how you can sort of draw out a story oh sure on a serialized show absolutely oh yeah so i i absolutely recommend it it's uh i want to say x file season 10 is something like 25 issues and season 11 is is five mm-hmm. but, now, i have but, a question about that though is it is it is it, is the new series staying true to the events that happened in the comics well it's it's still kind of vague i mean the the way that the comics have left them is 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 in a as of right now it's in a is in a place enough where the show still fits but people are calling this new season of x-files season 10 but in the back of my mind i'm like this is at least season 12 yeah, I got I got two yeah. seasons in comic book form right in front of me, and that, that's these... what worries me about about that. I worry that they are going to just like ignore the comic, and, and that that would that would be terrible. Yeah, but um, no, because like the same thing with Buffy. I know they are always saying how they want to have like a movie with with Buffy, but like there's so much character development with so many characters. Like if 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 you made a movie that you need to try to have this, you'd either have to a um, write them out of character and pretend that the plot happened, or you'd have to somehow ease the audience into it. Sure. So I, yeah. I wonder how how they could do it. I, I honestly think that that in you know without having to screw up continuity stuff, which is always a problem when you when you have you know licensed comics and then the original creator gets back into the fray. Although I'm pretty sure Chris Carter was involved in in all the comics as well. Mm-hmm. He at least had his his hand in the pie in some editing fashion. I I could I could be mistaken, but but um, the X Files is always kind of a, a cyclic kind of show, and that you know there's a lot of stuff that happens to these characters. They develop, they change, they grow, they come together, they break apart. I mean, you know, for crying out loud, Scully and Mulder have a kid. Yeah, like that was at the <laughs> tail end of I want to say season eight of the show back in the day. And they don't exactly give it an offhanded comment here, you know. They have oh, yeah. these weird, wacky like visions, you Dude, know. So fucking weird. So weird. Yeah. Um, both times where you got, you know, you see how it's haunting them in their own unique. You, yeah, way. you you have William turning around from a mirror, looking like he's half an alien gray. What's in, happening to in, me? In, yeah, in Scully's <laughs> vision, and then in Mulder's vision, you've got pretty much a shot-for-shot recreation of his sister's abduction. Mm. You know what? 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 What I liked about those, though, I mean, yeah, they were weird, but it showed like their deep, innate fears about themselves. You know. Scully's afraid of what she is because she definitely does have oh, like sure. alien DNA inside her. So of course that's what that's what her innate fear is: is this kid becoming an alien? And Mulder, with his family history, the kid being taken—that's his huge innate fear, you know. And that's what I liked about those that they're like little delusions, rather, is that they got you have to see the characters like what fears them the most, what scares them the most. Well, yeah, with Mulder, I think it's more just something out of his control taking something from him in general. That's why he's so paranoid with, like, the government in general. Yeah. But, um, actually, about about the uh, series, because, um, I, I didn't see a lot of the later episodes of X-Files. I haven't seen every episode. I think, I think that's, I, I like, speak for Like people most people, that. I imagine yeah. you dropped off when, you know, Duchovny was on his way out and... And Anderson was in kind right. of a guest when, role. Well, when they replaced the main actors, yeah, it just it, it kind of it kind of just lost its luster. Although I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, I, I do I do still have a soft spot watching the T one thousand solve paranormal crimes. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> well, I I like him as an actor too. I like uh, Robert Patrick. Like he's he's good in the roles that he's put in, right? So he can play that authority figure. He can play 
uh, if any, if you guys have seen True Blood or at least the latter seasons, he could play the the deadbeat dad who just stays in the trailer and drinks, but has that heart of gold. He could play the opposite too. He could play the deadbeat dad that sucks and that just beats the kid. Also play the what I call the the dream crusher from Bridge to Terabithia. The dream crusher. Yeah, he's always like, you can't. He's always that negative. You can't do that. You can't be hanging out with that person. And mm-hmm. yeah, he has he has no imagination whatsoever. Really, the opposite end of what Terabithia represents. Um, so I, when he showed up in X Files, like that was probably the second role I've seen him in. And I didn't watch much longer after that. I really did dig um, how he was the skeptic, the skepticism of the show. That and Scully became the new Mulder essentially because she had already mm. seen shit, um, right? And and but, and actually, kind of seeing her going back into that role a little bit now seems a little bit disjointed to me. Well, I think I think it's believable. I, I found that she she wasn't retconned back to work to, to being like an absolute skeptic, but I, I think I think just like how Mulder is is jaded, she's seen where the world has gone, and she's just she's just um, accepted this 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 detachment that it's not their business it's not their fight anymore mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's what that's what i'm getting from her but i i can see how how it comes across as as skepticism which i think is intentional it's yeah. it's, it's it's almost like making her have that that old skeptic without her actually being one yeah sure because i mean yeah she 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 was parent enough to do the test twice she's seen all these supernatural things all all these all these years with with molder i mean that she didn't just forget that right yeah yeah i don't know it just seems like it seems they they're trying to get that old dynamic back a little bit too much and now it's it seems a little bit out of character based on what they have gone through to me anyways um but really quickly, because I know we want to get to the next segment in about five minutes, let's just talk about how Mulder is figuring out that aliens might not actually have been doing all this shit all along. That blue yeah. fucking mind. Yeah. Oh my like god! Like for a second there, for a second there, I was gonna get upset. Like I thought that when he's gonna figure out that aliens don't exist, like they're not real, like they're no, just a ruse. He's, he's seen a UFO. He's that's seen what I mean. Aliens. That's that's what I mean. That's how I was gonna get upset. He's like, been what? abducted. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's how I was gonna get upset. I was like, I was like, don't tell me they're gonna make it seem like they don't exist. It's a big ploy after all the shit we've seen as an audience and he's seen. Don't give me that shit. But the fact that. Aliens had had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Just one UFO happened to crash, and like now the government's been fucking with everybody. You're right, Amber. That was just like mind blown. Yeah. Like and and and, and just just like how how it spins. It's not not only not only do aliens definitely exist, but but they're almost as much of victims as as the rest of humanity uh, to to this power elite puppeteering our entire society from the shadows it's crazy and it, and it t- ties in so well with modern day conspiracy with the NSA Edward Snowden revelations they even bring it up it just it, it, they they were able to update the show so methodically with with modern with modern day fears that it, that that intro just immediately won me over yeah, and it, it was one of those things too. It just it makes sense in this world too. Like, and what I really liked was that that flashback scene that they never tell you is a flashback scene. You just have to piece it together, and until you see like the doctor when he's older, and it's just like God, yeah, yeah. goddamn, goddamn, like and that's him, that's him, <laughs> it's him. He's I see the birthmark. It's the same guy. I see what that happens there. But yeah, like just like you guys when 
they started putting that together and Mulder went to his liaison and the guy's like, yep, now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. It's just like, holy. You're so close. Yeah. Holy fucking <laughs> shit. This is. Dollars to donuts. That dude ends up dead. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not dead already. Every informant Mulder's ever had has totally been wasted. Mr. I love X. the one uh, oh, God, from Mr. X. Uh, Mr. X and Deep Throat. Who is the one from the first deep, movie? Classic Deep Throat. Who is that? Do you remember from the first movie? Uh, I love that guy. He was crazy. It was um, no, I can't remember the fucking actor's name, but he's like the the that... crazy. He's a crazy old man and everything. Yeah, he got he blew up in the car. Yeah, he was the yeah. best. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. He was so good, and they kept they met in the bar, and yeah, oh, so good. Um, the I like like the movies can be pretty hit or miss too. Did you guys find that? Like the first movie, I loved. Yeah, absolutely. The, the second movie, the one, not the one, so much. With the Arctic, right? The, the, that, that is the first, we're confirming that is the first. Yes, movie. yes. that is the first yes. movie. Absolutely, okay. that is the first movie. Fight the future no, 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 is the first I, movie. It's it's actually a shame. <laughs> I, I um I actually have never seen that movie in full. I, I when I was when I was younger, I I was going to bed for for school the next day, and and then I I turned on my TV and I, and I saw the. I think the second half of the movie, but I I loved the entire second half. No, nope. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> is that gonna be one of those movies where you're just gonna like big point to never see it in full kind of like me with a uh, christmas story oh it's funny like um, you've never what... seen a christmas story in its entirety yeah i've always i've seen the whole movie but in chunks out of order well i think yeah. i was really i've actually never seen christmas story the second movie. oh my I, god i was really pumped to, to watch the second x-files movie the one because i saw it in theaters and, and I, I walked out and i was like i just I guess X Files just doesn't have good movies, and then I and I just didn't go for it afterwards. It's, uh-huh. No, you know what the the problem is is that it's too little, too late. I mean, you can't you can't do a movie that's just a you know it's like we said it's like one of the monster of the week plots. Yeah. When the show's been off air and there's been pretty much nothing for six and, years. And all the show had been doing up to the point was ramping up, ramping up, and it was always so close. Like when they like when they when they were in that uh that, that facility where they where you they first find out all the original experiments with the uh with the alien hybrids and they, mm-hmm. they dig up all the dead bodies and they have that Native American thing where, where like they tell it to multiple people. Like they that, and they're, they're so close but they have they have they get shut down by the government. Then in the in the in the first movie with the UFO taking up off at the end, like it's there. Scully has almost seen it, but she's unconscious. <laughs> and then we get like it's not. I don't even think it was a bad movie. It, it, it just was. It just wasn't. It was out of out of tone for yeah. for what we were. Yeah, what, what we were expecting, like you said. And and I think that this new series did, just did such a good job of making up for it because because it, it, everything we wanted just right there. But yeah, I think that. I think we just we just had one one hit and one miss with the movies. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's it's fifty fifty, but it just feels like that miss was so much more like I don't know, traumatic. Yeah, than that it could have. You know, it was traumatic because it was like, oh, you have such high hopes, and it's like, uh, it's just forgettable. Blah. Yeah, it just it it could, it could have been a good episode. Yeah. But but as 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 someone waiting to see the alien invasion plotline furthered, I am sorely disappointed. And 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 I and I understand how how uh, how people can get tired of that alien plot meta plot. I mean, I I, I personally mean, they made it, fun but... of that in 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 the latest episodes where it's like, yeah, hey, conspiracy be aliens setting everything on fire. Like, all right, <laughs> you know what? Which... You're a hundred percent right, old man. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I think that's one reason why I loved episode three just so much. It was, it really introduced that that factor that we were missing all these years in in full force, really. Sure. Yeah. I love how in the beginning of episode three, like Mulder's like lamenting, lamenting about like everything he thought was like a true thing is now have been because of the internet's been like solved or debunked or whatnot, and he's like. He was talking about the rocks that mysteriously move when he thought there were oh, aliens. Yeah. It was actually ice. Or this creature was just like like some kids playing a prank. And he was like so distraught. One was in, what, an elaborate photo from a car dealership? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so bad. <laughs> the rock monster? Yep. Yeah. And, it, and it's funny looking back on it, but honestly, for an episode that had, had so much so much laughter to it, it started out like one as, as heavier than the previous two. It was just because you were, you just felt so so beaten after the The word you're looking episode. for is despondent. Mm. Despondent, yes, thank you. Nailed it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and, I, and I think it really played with your emotions in the best way possible, you know? Yeah, oh sure, yeah. Um, do you guys, do you guys hear that noise? Oh my god. Oh, oh, no. That's right. That's the sound that everyone knows and loves. Cues in my infamous. The infamous uh, Greg. I'll wait. I'll wait. God, I, I hate you so it's much. It's secret question time. It's secret question time. Let's guys. make it happen. Let's make it happen. Uh, Greg, do it. Well, where's, where's my jingle? I need my jingle. Sergio. Sergio. Um so we're talking we've been talking about X Files during this podcast. Um we've talked about some of the old episodes, the newer ones, the good, the bad, um The Fluke Man. The Fluke Man. <laughs> <laughs> um My question to you. Guys, is this, and I'm not stalling for any particular reason whatsoever, because I totally do have a secret question, and I'm certainly not <laughs> waiting for someone else to sign on right now. My secret question <laughs> is this. If you were to create the reboot of The X-Files, oh. yeah, and you had to cast Mulder, Scully, and Skinner, and you have to choose a Monster of the Week, Go. And we're going to start, as always, with Casey. Amber. Damn it. <laughs> yes. Damn Tricked. It. Oh, come on. Oh, that's lame. I've got nothing, and I'm even worse with actors. Yeah, there you go. Um, and you can't say Jeremy Renner or ScarJo. I wasn't. Good. That was a terribly awesome Fuck you. idea. <laughs> there goes Dave's yeah, guesses. Ah. Uh, uh, well, actually, if I were to, I would actually do a, I know this sounds kind of wacky, but I would do like a legacy kind of a show to the X-Files rather than outright reboot it, which I know is kind of a cheat to the question, but I feel like it's, it's worth doing anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you wait a, a given amount of time and, and maybe they're out of the loop or, you know, you have the sons of the lone gunman or whatever, taking up the reins or trying to uncover some kind of new mystery aren't, thing about aren't the they dead i thought the lone gunmen were dead joe harris brought them back that's why joe harris is amazing you should all read the x-files comic books huh they fake their deaths oh. i don't remember the exact circumstances that makes but sense I, I i'm pretty sure i remember him saying in an interview or something once it was revealed they survived that 
they're way too good of characters to waste, and they're way too smart to, I guess, not find a way out of that scenario. That's what we like you, Mulder. You're weirder than us. <laughs> yeah, dude, see? That's what's up. <laughs> Talk about a great, like, spinoff show, too. I really like that show. I actually yeah, made, in elementary school, I made friends with this kid named Chris. Just because he said that to me, I knew exactly where it was from. Like, I forgot what the fuck I said to him. You know, I was like a weird, very weird, like, cis grader. As a, I am a weird adult right now. Yeah. And he goes, that's why I like you, Dave. You're weirder than I am. And as soon as he said, I'm like, you, do you watch X-Files? Did you just, did you just quote, quote the load in Gunman? And he's like, yeah, you watch X-Files? Oh, my God. And we were, like, being, like, best buddies for, like, years after that. Nice. Because nice. it's Lone Gunman. Yeah. yeah. Fucking fantastic. Uh, Casey, but anyways, um, don't cheat the question, God damn it. Damn it, he went back to me. I thought yeah. I was all stuck off on a Yeah, Casey, you thought you could stall. Yeah. Can't stall. Can't stall. Ah. We will not listen to all these wild non-allegations you're not making. <laughs> Sergio. Curse, curse Sergio. you, He-Man. Um, Alright, you know what? Forget it. I want to see uh, uh, a Parks and Rec uh, X-Files crossover. So you take... You take... Ed, you take uh, Aubrey Plaza and Chris Pratt, you make them into Mulder and Scully, and you have them have weird, weird adventures with okay, each other. Okay, I actually and like that. Them. <laughs> yeah, I actually like that. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. There you go. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, it sounds pretty. That's good. just it's Burt just, Macklin. It's, it's, it's Burt Macklin FBI <laughs> doing the X Files. There you go. I, I That's money be mad in the bank. That. That'd be great. I'm also uh, mad that you took Chris Pratt. Son yeah. of a bitch. son of a fucking bitch. That's what you get for being an hour late. I mean, what? Uh, He's been here the whole time. Yeah, what right. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Casey, it sounds like you're saying something completely stupid. What? Breaking yeah. immersion? Me? Ridiculous. What? Continuity. Guys, the fans. Think of the fans. Um, <laughs> what about you, Amber? So, my idea would have something to do with what I thought they were going to do with the new series, but I turned out to be wrong after episode three started. I thought they were going to somehow tie in the overarching alien plot into a lot of the other unsolved mysteries, like with, like with the like paranormal activities. Like you had that guy who was able to like mind control people. What if that was? What if he tied it? What if he was like an alien hybrid experiment? And they were like tracing back all of these old cases, going into uh, what was like like that that those bug people from uh, that one Monster of the Week episode. Mm. Um, could have could have been another alien experiment, and just sort of uh, tying in a lot of the mythology and and alien plotline together. I mean, it might get a little hokey combining the alien invasion plotline with the uh, with the mythology because they are. That is kind. Of, they do have their own distinct place in in lore, but it, it could be a cool idea. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, did I miss the casting in there? I am no, really I, bad. She, yeah. she stalled. She stalled. She deflected it. That was a good catch. I think we're all listening to like, come on, Damn. come on, <laughs> come on. So, Amber Mulder, go. Listen. No. Listen, go. Listen. Go. Listen. Go. Uh, 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 um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> okay. <Duh>. Scully. Go. <laughs> Scully. Uh, uh, um, uh, I can just um, picture her frantically looking uh, around her and be like, Scarlett uh. Johansson. No, nope, can't say she's that. Like, I said that. That was one of the rules. She's, looking, she's looking around. She's looking around her room. Uh, Gundam. Uh, a Gundam will be Scully. Gundam, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> lamp. Yeah. Lamp. My lamp will be good. My lamp. Yeah. yeah um, lamp. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I'm going to to go with you know I don't I don't I don't fucking know guys. Oh, I can I can hear like the gears turning and the smoke. <laughs> it's just 
like, <laughs> just, I just that hamster is going to blow. I'm in a position right now, guys. All the, all the hamsters running in the wheels now dead. <laughs> It's just, there's, there's, there's the lone gunman and in my brain right one. now. Guys. He's still going. He's like, I'm not quitting, guys. We can do this. I'll eat uh, your bodies to survive. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, that, Dave, what about you? What? Okay. So I'm for Skinner, so don't worry. <laughs> so for Skinner, the first person that popped into my head was uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, um, nice. Because I would bald. Just like bald old guy. Like he seems like he would be a director of like something, you know? Yep. I yep. don't care what, but something. And we've seen him be real cold blooded on TNG. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, so Casey kind of took my idea, but for Mulder, I was thinking of Chris Pratt. Um, mm-hmm. but since you know Casey went on that route, thanks Casey. Sure did. Um, <laughs> what you get for throwing me to the wolves, Greg? You bastard. <laughs> oh, I see got casting. Don't worry. Do you see what happens, Greg? You do it, dude. You do the case, and he fucks us all up, man. We're oh, all you fucked. Fuck me up at all? Don't worry. Well, fuck you. Yeah, um, that's right. But yeah, for Skinner, Patrick Stewart, I just can't think of anyone else for like Mulder and Scully that. Uma Thurvin. I'm going to do that for Scully. Okay, sure. That, yes. That works. Your turn is over. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. But if they're still like roughly in the same age range, um, I love like doing like gender swaps with characters. Make Mulder Olivia Munn and Scully okay. be Nicholas Holt. You don't know Nicholas Holt? He, he was beast. <laughs> Nicholas Holt. He was yeah. also in Mad Max. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Witness me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But completely and like wa- and warm bodies. The and warm bodies. Oh yeah. The hit yeah. Zombie yeah, rom com. But you know, like just gender swap it, like make it because they would fit the characters better sure. just by their personalities. I think. Sure. Um, and like Nicholas Holt always plays like looks like he'd be like an analytical guy type of guy anyway. So just have them be those characters. <laughs> that is a respectable yeah, answer. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, I would have Ryan Gosling as Mulder. Ooh, because I think. What are you really building cool. already? Yeah, what is this? Right. <laughs> Where are you going? With I that? would have Jeff Daniels as Skinner. Nice. <laughs> the dude. Yeah. Especially after watching the Mar. Oh my god. I mean, no, no. You say Jeff Daniels. Sorry, I thought I was Bridges. No, not yeah. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Not Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff, 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 Jeff Bridges as Scully. Jeff Daniels. That's actually your Although really good. Jeff Bridges yeah. would be pretty good also. I gotta admit. Now you're thinking about it, like after seeing like after especially after Iron Man, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. But yeah. Jeff Daniels, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like my I like my Jeff Bridges more of the dude and more just like you know, the dude or Flynn from Tron <laughs> than like being mm-hmm. than being the man, you know? Yeah. Um and I honestly don't know who I would do for Scully. Scully's always the tough one for me because I think Jillian uh, Anderson does such a, like a fantastic job, and go with, really go is... with your favorite redhead, man. My favorite redhead. Yeah, dude. My girlfriend. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, best answer. You best sly answer. Twenty sixteen. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Brewster Greg wow. winning in twenty sixteen. The year was two thousand sixteen, <laughs> and Brewster Greg won it. He swooped in for the kill. Ever. Oh my God! You Just sly in time for Valentine's Day coming around the corner. Oh yeah. You are welcome. She loved you enough to listen to the show. Oh. I know it was wasted. Sorry. Oh. It's the thought that counts, though. Oh. We all love you, Em. Oh God. We hope you're listening. <laughs> oh. Um. Who Who are you thinking though, Casey? Famke Jansen. Eh, maybe for her, but not yeah, not dude. against Ryan Gosling though. Well, she might be a little older now. Yeah. I, I, How old is he? Quite a bit. I don't know. He's got to be like late mid to late 30s by now, I would say. Um, Emma Stone. Let's go with that. 
Ooh, I can see redhead. Yeah. I'm with it. I go. can see that. I mean, she she does act a bit more quirky than she needs to for a lot of movies, but I can see her. Yeah, I, I can see. Oh her no, doing... I can I can do better. Emma Watson. Damn it! Oh, yeah. damn it! Yeah. Nothing says yeah. intellectual like Hermione freaking, Granger. Freaking mm-hmm. cra- freaking Casey <laughs> taking the goddamn Chris Pratt. You yeah. take Emma Watson. No. There we go. And now, no. are you not mad yeah. at Dave for taking your precious Olivia Munn? No, what I mean, is this? That was only right. That was what only a turn right. of events. I think Uma Thurman is a good choice. Yeah. Uma, so. Thur- Uma yeah. Thurman and John Travolta. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> X-Fiction. Uh, <laughs> Sergio, you've been rather quiet this podcast. What about you? What is your yeah. answer to the secret question? I have a great answer for this secret question. Right, so nice. to, cast, to cast the, the three, since uh, I do like... Oh, my God. Like, uh, hmm... I would like for Skinner to be John Noble, who Ooh. plays uh, Dr. Walter Bishop That's on perfect. Fringe. He's been in a bunch of things. Think how amazing he would be. He's such a phenomenal oh, actor. Yeah. And him as Skinner, John Noble, oh my god. Yeah, if you guys yeah. are listening, like he, he, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Just Google him, John Noble. He would, he would be perfect. He would oh, yeah. absolutely, he would bring like a, a movie blockbuster like acting uh, repertoire with him to, oh, yeah. to the show. Uh, for Mulder, I want to go with uh, Idris Elba. Ooh, is, uh, okay. He also he plays ah. a detective on a show called Luther. Yep. But think about him going after supernatural. That's things. that's pretty good. That's a good man. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. he would be pretty yeah. good. And for Scully, it's a tie between uh, Zoe Zaldana. Okay. Uh, well, it's actually it's a three way tie, and the last two are kind of ridiculous. Well, <laughs> three way. So, <laughs> 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 they have to fight it out, and only one will win. Only one will survive. That's a summer. They have to fight it out casting. in a bed. Full of two for stuff. two, Dave. Two for two. Full of full of porn. Um, <laughs> a bed full of porn. Uh, so Zoe Saldana. Um, <laughs> have you been stalling? Do you have no other choices? Oh, no, I do. I do. I have two. It's just the second one is ridiculous. Zoe De Chanel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? I, I I love Zoe De Chanel. Um, and the last one, Karen Gillian. Ah, going for the. Ilian rhyming name scheme I see in the redhead. Yeah. You'd, you'd be really Britishing it up if you got Idris Elba and Karen Gillan as Mulder and Scully. Yeah, you. Would. I mean, they, they don't have to have British accents. I mean, you know, Idris Elba has played a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, but they might as American. well now. Nah, I mean, they can still. still do you've it. created BBC's The X Files. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you've done. Oh my god. Next on the BBC, we have The X Files coming up <laughs> on the top of the hour. But after the Manchester United across Chelsea Scully Sunday, investigating crimes of the paranormal, and also they drive on the lift. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love to see X Files, the BBC's X Files. And after that, we have Downton Abbey and the East Enders coming up soon after the football match. <laughs> the greatest episode. They're going to be chasing the fluke man around a roundabout. <laughs> The other thing excited. is, yeah, like the, the the monster. I was just like, oh, what what monster? They have to sh- oh. have to chase something pretty. If if it's that team, if it's Ildris Elba and and Zoe Saldana, Zoe Saldana, because she's a really good uh, actress. She was in uh, she was in Gamora as Guardians of the Galaxy. She was in Avatar. She's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Karen Gillian's also amazing too, and she's one of my favorite um, D- Doctor Who girls. She's fine. And, also and in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. 
And uh, and I was thinking villain, villain, like a monster. It has to be something cunning, not something like, Bleh, I'm a big, like, pulverized stuff monster. It has to be something that'll evade them. Something very... Ooh. Vampire. No, the eyeball monster no, no. Since the, no, fuck that, fuck that. Since they're English, it's like the ghost of Jack the Ripper that possesses people. Wow. Like, what? De- what? Demonic possession. Good. That's legit. Whoa. All right, BBC, if you're listening, yeah, um, it's... you need to uh, <laughs> give us a call. Like, some, like, <laughs> schmuck goes in, like, where he was killed, murdered, whatever, or, like, pisses on his ghost, whatnot. You know, I'm sure they'll think of a cool way to do it. And pisses basically, on it, his ghost. It, pisses on his ghost. And it just basically, like, possesses people. And, like, when it's, <laughs> so basically what happens is, guy goes see a prostitute. When he kills a prostitute, like, the demon leaves him, the Jack the Ripper demon, and he's stuck there, like, what am I doing here? Holy shit. Dude, Jack the Ripper's a Wendigo? This is crazy. And it just jumps, it just jumps from person to person, like whoever's closest. Think about it, man. And it, and that'd, be, and that'd be amazing too. No, because I like, like the idea where, where, to... when, he, when he kills someone, then they then they no longer have are possessed by it, but then it possesses someone else. So they have to they have to catch the person who's possessed by it before they kill someone, or it's going to jump exactly, to someone else. Exactly, exactly. Take notes, BBC. And since they don't know, who, and since they don't know who Jack the Ripper is, or never knew who Ripper was, and can't follow any type of like serial killer pattern except that he killed prostitutes, every single person that gets like possessed by like the Jack the Ripper demon. Is gonna have same characteristics. Maybe a certain place they like to eat, a certain thing they like to drink. So they have to look for How patterns. Like mannerisms. Yeah, the mannerisms that they have to find and look at before they can catch a person. Like maybe a guy that they work with gets possessed by the Jack the Ripper demon. He starts doing things a little differently. Like maybe his accent changes a little bit. He sounds more cogni, you know. And um, you know something like that, so they can catch it. God damn, I'm good. And um, <laughs> do you and know, like very modest. It, it'd be this real- is like the best answer Dave has ever given for secret questions. And it has no, nothing I mean, to do I mean, with penis, you know? Did you just say penis also? Great, that's great. Um, but yeah, it's like... What? That's- Nobody said penis except for you. Yeah. I'm uh, actually, I'm- in post, I'm going to isolate you saying penis and then following it up with that. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> penis, 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 penis. But, um... So yeah, like that That would be the first villain or list of villain they would have to face is, is like a Jack the Ripper demon or just the soul of Jack the Ripper that can possess people demonically and kills prostitutes and stuff sure hell that could be its own series they could yeah well technically a movie t- kind of sort of you did it but the yeah. next season of Sherlock <laughs> <laughs> technically since this was my turn that answer was uh, an it's all answer. Sergio's answer. <laughs> answer that's the best but answer Sergio has ever given that's certainly better than the Eddie Murphy answer that I was expecting to get <laughs> every, every, Eddie Murphy plays Mulder Eddie Murphy plays Scully Eddie Murphy plays <laughs> and, and, and the enemy the, the monster that they face is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did it did it I did but it. you like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now nope yeah you said it change it on we have it on, ta- we have it on tape everyone change it <laughs> <laughs> alright Serge take us home Thank you guys for tuning into the Abad Coyote Funky Podcast. Each and every week we have a new topic we discuss, so there's something for you to check out on iTunes as well as SoundCloud for you Android users. Tune in with us every Thursday night at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, live on twitch.tv slash Funky or twitch.tv slash BoosterGreg. Yeah. Until next time, guys, uh, this has been the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast with uh, Booster Greg. What up? TV's Casey. Hey. Dave the Beater Menace. The X-Files has reopened. <laughs> Adam Bomb Amber. Kaboom. It's different again. I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you later or we'll see you another time. Or we'll see you never.
And we're up. All right. Yeah. Cool. Safe to stop recording. How? Uh, oh, wait, wait, what wait, about wait, Sergio? What about Sergio? Wait. Yeah. We have Sergio. to.